listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Newsroom After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Newsroom After Show. Yeah! Love it. Fantastic 4th of July. My name is Kelly, and Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz After Show for the newsroom. We are in Season 1, Episode 3, and this is 112th Congress. 112th Congress. (laughs) Yeah, and I... It's so, like, loud in my ears right now. It's kind of throwing me off a little. Sorry, that's my bad. It's very epic. I know. It's so, like... Epic. We're in the show right now. Yes, we are. Okay. In the newsroom, you guys. Now I'm I'm getting focused, and I'm channeling, and now I can get it together. Uh And I am joined by three fabulous ladies today, so please say hello and introduce yourselves. Hey, guys. I'm Kristen Carroll. Hi, I'm Kendra Cavasso. Hey, everybody. Sarah Mendoza. So we're here. Obviously, this is the newsroom, and... We have some mixed feelings about tonight's episode, mm-hmm. and um, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was not as it was a little different from from the last two episodes, so it it kind of had its own flow. But in general, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was really funny about Will and his dates, <laughs> <laughs> cheerleaders, brain surgeons. You know, he was really going after it. What did you guys think about that? The way he conducted his dating. I thought it definitely stayed a lot away from the personal aspect that the other ones had. So I'm mm-hmm. glad they still brought that. It was yeah. pretty funny, but you know he was just parading them in there for Mackenzie's purpose, <laughs> yeah. especially after that email and everything that was going on. Like, just, honestly, um, and since the girls are parked right there in the center of the newsroom, like, who does that? It's <laughs> obvious that you, these girls are hot. You want to just show them off. They're not even in a waiting area. They're just right in the middle, leaning on somebody's cubicle. <laughs> right. Hanging out. Just just right in the view of Mackenzie as she walks out of the control room. Just mm-hmm. happens to be right there. But that was interesting, because that <laughs> led us to find out that she's been dating someone for three months. Yeah. So she can't be... That well, well, <laughs> she can't be can. that jealous, but yeah. Well, women and men are very territorial, mm-hmm. I think, That's after true. relationships that you know they were dating for a while before this whole thing happened, you know, right? Um, so naturally, you feel this like territorial thing, I think, with those kind of relationships, no matter how long it's been, no matter who you're dating, you're gonna feel that like little pang in your gut. Right. Just because, you know, I'm dating somebody doesn't mean that you are allowed to date anybody. <laughs> okay. I never want to see like I never want to see that. You know, it's just but I think that's why she kept her dating life out of the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, out of respect for that. Especially well, I think more so too because she was the one that kind of caused the relationship to end. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to kind of parade party. that right. you know, that around. So Yeah. You know, part of me kind of thinks he, you know, he kind of had a right to do that a little, give her a different vision in her head that he has to deal with in his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be like, hey, I'm wanted too, okay? You're not the only one that yeah. can go around dating whoever you want, break my heart and smash it into little pieces. Hey, I, I have people yeah. who want me too. Well, it was really cute too that Maggie kind of went to her defense. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. She's like, I have something to tell you, but inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> can't tell you. Yeah, yeah. don't fire me. Right. Insubordinate and inappropriate. Yeah. I right. like how she prefaced it. And, and he was like, yes, that was insubordinate and inappropriate, but I don't care. Yeah. And he like, kind of felt bad after she said something. Right, but he does say, I I wasn't doing it on purpose, I'm not parading them around, I have this vision in my head of her and her, you know, it's like, whatever, I need the guys from Inception to come Mm -hmm. take that out of my head. (laughs) He said, but you know, I wasn't doing it on purpose, I just wasn't considering her feelings at all. But do you actually think that he wasn't doing it on purpose? There's... 
There's subconsciously, probably yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, subconsciously he probably was, but he was probably trying to tell himself, "I'm just going to move on, and I'm going to act like she's not even here, and just kind of go about my mm-hmm. business." So maybe he was. But just then doing when he that. realized mm-hmm. it, he was actually going in to apologize mm-hmm. for having done that, having being insensitive. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, when he goes in to apologize <laughs> to Mackenzie, who's there? <gasps> Her boyfriend Wade. <laughs> Friend, her friend. She doesn't. She still doesn't. She's want so to British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so British. We're more than friends. But I love that actor, John Tenney. I love, love, love him. He's on Has the closer. He, oh, okay. Yeah, and I love the closer. He was in Fools Rush In too. Oh, was he? Love him. Was he the friend of Matthew Perry? Yes. Okay. Yes. He was the dad. He was the dad in the green. What's the one with the ring? The superhero movie. He was Ryan Reynolds' dad. Lantern. The Green Lantern. Lantern. There you yes. Go. Okay. Oh, so yes, I know I his entire acting one. credentials. Oh, there you but go. I know who that's, <laughs> that's where you know from. Yeah. Wow, somebody's um, obsessed over here. <laughs> she like memorized the. IMDb. I know. I have his whole IMDb page. <laughs> no, he's just one of those people that I genuinely enjoy his acting. So mm-hmm. when he pops up places, I'm like, oh hey, right. You know, he's just. I think he's great. Yeah. I was gonna say Will could have been also parading them for his own purposes, just so the staff doesn't mm-hmm. get on him about. Oh. Could be. You know, just hey, like, I got ladies. You know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not all depressed. Yeah. You know, sitting in my office right. and crying. Yeah. So that's true. That's a good so way to look at and it. And maybe to help his own self-esteem as well, because he has to kind of prove to himself, like, hey, I, g- I still got it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he needs to, you know, kind of pump himself up a little. So that could be the case. And I he, like the ladies that he chose to weren't weren't just young. He could have paraded around probably very young girls that were right. a bit, you yeah. know. Gold, they're professionals. Yeah, <laughs> they were. Pro- they were all professionals in their yes. own right, and they were yeah. kind of a, a mix of of looks. Mm-hmm. You know, they all were a little bit different from the one before. So that you know, it was a variety of ladies. It was really cute <laughs> when he was talking to Mackenzie about the brain surgeon. Yeah, and she yeah. was like. I could do that. (laughs) Well, I like the one before where she's like, you know, you're a famous person on television, so just because of that, she might want to sleep with you. And he's like, that that should not be considered a warning. That should be told to me with balloons. Right. Right. (laughs) Should be something to be celebrated. Yes. Typical guy thing to say, but so hilarious. Yeah. And, you know, and he needs to kind of get out there. In this episode, we see his character changing. And this episode is over a six-month span. So we get to see see he's you know kind of getting back into his old self which is what Charlie wanted in the first place didn't want him to be this you know cookie cutter just a social like what a human interest story person he wanted him to actually report the news the way that he used to so mm-hmm. we are seeing that kind of change in his character mm-hmm. going back to that you know hard hitting news guy mm-hmm. so I thought that that was a little you know he's getting his confidence back you know we see that with the dating and with like all of that and you know he just has a little bit more of a swagger about him and not so much of an ass <laughs> You know, I think I think it was more that than it was just him being such a jerk to everybody. Yeah. It was just a little bit different. And I like, yeah, you learn his background too that he was a prosecutor yeah. you know, mm-hmm. before that, and that's where you see his tone change as well. I thought that was a very cool thing because he was very quick, and you think so. Well, he's a, you know, anchor. I mean, not that I I, I know anchors, and I've been one, but you know, he he was just. He was using it as a courtroom a little bit more, mm-hmm. and he learned that he actually was a lawyer. So I thought that was a very interesting tidbit. Well, yeah, I, and it also goes back to his intelligence because mm-hmm. he—they say he graduated college at 19. Mm-hmm. He was out of law school by 21, and then he was a prosecutor in where in Brooklyn, I think they saw it. Right, and 97 percent rate prosecution rate. Yeah. yeah, and that is you know that again goes back to just how smart he really is, right. and mm-hmm. how disappointed Charlie was to see him just kind of lay off and kind of go. Mm-hmm into that kind of rest mm-hmm. where he was just doing what the ratings wanted him to do. Right. So now he's back on top of his game and, you know, the people really aren't liking it. Well, as a managing editor for editor for Newsnight and, and being the anchor, I think it helps that he has that investigative background where he's really going to do the digging, mm-hmm. find the hard facts on both sides so mm-hmm. that, you know, they can accurately, you know, it's their duty to put out the facts for the public to decide. Right. 
And that's mainly what this episode was all about, was the changing of this news broadcast. Because in the beginning of the episode, he goes on and, you know, they show an apology from a from a senator about 9-11. And then they go into his apology. And he apologizes for basically not reporting hard-hitting news mm-hmm. and for letting the ratings kind of navigate where he was going to go instead of you know, doing what he should have been doing, which is just reporting the facts and giving, you know, giving the public a really hardcore news show. And that's that's very gutsy to do, especially when you're working for a network that, you know, drives on, you know, stockholders and ratings and all of that. And this episode kind of gets into all of that. And will people still watch it if it's just the boring news? Especially for a cable channel, it's a lot mm-hmm. harder, too, even nowadays, to, to keep that momentum going and mm-hmm. build an audience right. when you're not on a national channel. Yeah. Well, I think for something like that, I guess we're getting into the show yeah, a little bit right okay. now. Yeah, it's okay. We can go ahead and just go for it. We'll backtrack back. But to do something so gutsy like that, dramatic or not, that is going to make people at least want to watch the next episode and see where they went with it. Because yeah. they're making a statement. You know, mm-hmm. and there's going to be changes that are coming. People are going to want to stay tuned to see, like, okay, let's see what they do now. Now, now that they've announced that they're going to be going in this new direction, right? So it could, it would have been good, I think, for at least that follow-up show for the mm-hmm. ratings. Anyways, if they're looking at it from that perspective, right? And I don't necessarily think it was a boring news broadcast. I mean, here's somebody that is turning it, as we talked about, into a courtroom, and he's questioning these people. Right. And it's during the election, right? You know, it's during the election time of what mm-hmm. 2010. Mm-hmm. Is that where it said so? Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's election time, and he's asking hardcore questions yeah. to these politicians, to these mm-hmm. candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, what does this actually mean? You're saying this, but do you know that you're really saying this? Mm-hmm. You know, give right. me some good answers. And honestly, you know, just as a voter, I would rather watch that kind of yeah. broadcast. I yeah. want to know, do you understand what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Are you really going to do what it is that you're saying? And I love that he was questioning them right. that, you know, yeah. harsh. Yeah, he had to be. I mean, and they were playing with that, too. Mm-hmm. You see, we saw how the politician was like, I can't hear you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was the that publicist was, in the background. Right. That was me. Yeah. Everybody yeah. clap louder. Yeah. Clap louder. Yeah. That was um, smart on his behalf. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That was totally his PR person. Oh, clap yeah. louder, guys. Yeah. Like, in the background. Louder, louder. Yeah. So he had to counter that with some right. toughness. He couldn't have just been like, oh, well, he can't hear me. Yeah. Up, you know. So. Yeah. Going back to the courtroom and I thought it was so funny when Charlie was like, or they were questioning Charlie, saying like, "Since when does the newsroom want? Uh, has the newsroom become a courtroom?" And Charlie was like, "Was it Charlie that yeah. answered and said, well, I made the decision that the newsroom would be a courtroom when Amer- I decided that Americans needed an effing lawyer.'" Yes, <laughs> and you know, and I liked that, and I kind of feel a little bit like that, you know. And, and as I said before, I don't really get too hardcore into politics, and that's the reason why is because a lot of the times when you watch these electoral debates and you watch all of that, it is kind of at least personally to me a little bit of fluff and bullshit. So I liked that he was asking those hard questions and I would like to see more of that Mm -hmm. like on and and maybe it is and I just, you know, don't really see it or know. (laughs) So if you guys are out there and you see that, you know, there are news broadcasts that are like that, let let me know because I just, you know, I don't regularly watch MSNBC but you know, but I just like that he was pushing it to that limit and going that far and saying you know, what exactly are we talking about here? And being, you know, kind of a smartass about it, acting like a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like most of those political shows that I've seen, at least, if they mm-hmm. do start questioning that way, it gets into the form of them yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah. And so then there is a debate, yeah. but you can't hear anything that's going on. Because yeah. then it gets into a fight. So yeah. I think the way that, you know, he was, he keeps, a, there's a very good calm about him where he's stern, but he can ask a hard question and he waits to get an answer. Mm-hmm. Where he gets a little bit agitated, like he asked one of, you know, one of his guests on the news broadcast, mm-hmm. you know, what what did he say? Like, does, you know, Kentucky, does a, you know, a private owned business have the right to discriminate based on race, nice, yes yeah. or no? And the guy goes into an explanation. He's like, no, it's a yes or no question. It should be easy to answer, mm-hmm. which right. is true. Boom. It go, just don't let him go off in his tangent of whatever he's explaining. Answer the question. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I kind of liked that. But it's, it's scary because you are going to scare off all your money makers that are paying for him to be able to be on the news mm-hmm. and you know, broadcast because, you know, as we know, you know, news divisions don't necessarily bring in the big bucks for these networks. 
So that's oh they you know, don't they're, yeah <laughs> so they're you know they're really pushing pushing the limits on there. But if you have big bucks that you'd like to spend <laughs> and you like to do online shopping as I do, oh. <laughs> you can go it's to <laughs> AfterBuzzTV.com. We have an Amazon banner direct on our site where you can click on it. It doesn't cost you anything else; just an extra click, and you can go on and do all of your online shopping there and get some great things and. I love to go. I spend way too much money. I just went on there through AfterBuzzTV.com and bought some stuff for my new house, but it's fantastic. I love it. I do that for work, too. Do if you? I get an order for something that I have to buy for, you know, for one of the departments uh-huh. at work, I'll click on AfterBuzz and do yeah, it that yeah. way for Amazon. I'm like, well, I want to make sure it works. Yes, because when you yeah, do that, that, we get a little bit of a kickback so we can continue to do these fun and fabulous shows. So please, AfterBuzzTV.com, click on the Amazon banner and get all anything you need from Amazon.com. So. <laughs> All in one breath. <laughs> so that's that's the newscast that's, that's within the show. What did mm-hmm. you guys think about how the show was done in portraying the newscast and, and the characters for this episode? I wanted to say um, Allison Pill's character, mm-hmm. Maggie. Mm-hmm. I think she stepped it up. I, I mean, each show, I think she gets a little better mm-hmm. at what she's doing, but she's representing for associate producer. Yeah. You know, she mm-hmm. stood up to Will and the rest of the staff this time and stood her ground, and um, and Will ended up agreeing with her on her, her viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Even though she's still, she, she seems a little insecure about her decisions, right. but she's still, you know, she stares everyone down until she's like, oh, approved? Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. So, I don't know. What do you think about her? Oh, I I love her character, Maggie. She's so likable. Like, she's the girl you want to see succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. I see they a miniature Mackenzie in the making, you know? Like, she even said it before, like, that's mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years ago. When, when she, <laughs> when she, or whatever. My, yeah. whatever when yeah. she was explaining to Jim, right? Yeah. And I think they've portrayed her that way. Like, this is obviously somebody who has a lot of potential, who can be like a Mackenzie one day, mm-hmm. and, you know, really take her career far. And mm-hmm. it shows that potential, how you know how bad she wants it with each episode. Mm-hmm. Even though she might be stumbling over her words, at least she's trying, mm-hmm. and at least she's speaking up and giving her input for all the newscasts. Yeah, she just has a, you know she's a little bit of an insecurity, which causes her to have mm-hmm. these panic attacks, yeah. mm-hmm. which we see that she has one in the show, but. I think once she can kind of rein that in and get a good hold on that, you know, it'll definitely help her in not only her personal relationships, but also to be, you know, to kind of go even a little bit extra in work because she is already stepping it up. Mm-hmm. She's doing, you know, she's doing good and she's smart. Yeah. You know, she's really smart. I liked what she said about when they were reporting on the news and she talked about if the religion of the bomber was important, I think the religion of the person that saved us is important too. Right. And that's a great mm-hmm. way to look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, even though the average person would be, you know, oh, why do we have to know that he's Muslim because he called it in? Well, that's an important fact because if the bomber is, you know, why do we have to know that? Because if it was a religious reason when you're doing, you know what I mean? So the way that she's looking at things, you know, shows that she is capable of doing this job. She's not Mm -hmm. just an assistant. She actually can think Mm -hmm. on her feet, which I think is great. Outside the box, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. She'd be even better, I think, if she got rid of Don. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Or had Jim scooping in and building her confidence. Yeah. Yeah. They're so cute. She calmed down with her panic attack when he came over and and, and touched her neck. It goes back to, to take her pulse. <laughs> Air quotes. But it goes back to Don not being a, a supportive boyfriend. He's just very wrapped up in himself, very selfish, because he just tells Jim, oh, she has panic attacks. She's on the terrace. Yeah. Doesn't even want to go and help her, comfort her, do anything. He's just right. kind of like, oh, she's there. Mm-hmm. And Jim goes out and he helps calm her down and, mm-hmm. you know, just, motor, you know, gives her a pep talk that she's awesome. Yeah. Everybody likes you. You're good. You know, relax. And right. then we find out mm-hmm. that she's been talking about him, apparently. Because yes. <laughs> yeah, her roommate was, was on yeah. the phone. <laughs> You know, because she's taking Xanax and her roommate's friends are stealing her (laughs) Xanax. Poor thing. (laughs) So she's on the phone with her roommate when, you know, Jim finds her on the terrace. And she, you know, we find out that the roommate's listening to the whole kind of exchange, the little exchange that they have. And when she picks the phone back up, you know, she's Mm -hmm. so yeah, that was him. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that she's crushing on him about as much as he's crushing on her. Oh, yeah. That's why she's mean to him all the time, I think. I think that's her her flirty, but she doesn't know what to do with these feelings 
so yeah. she's just gonna be mean. Like you're a little kid, you push yeah. the guy in the sandbox. Totally. <laughs> kindergarten. Yes. She's doing the, the whole sandbox. like, I'm not supposed to like you. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think that's what's going on. Because she even says, I don't know why I'm so mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that they're cute. And, yes. you know, hopefully we'll see something kind of spark happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I'm kind of over Dawn. Mm-hmm. I've been <sighs> over Dawn. It's not going to happen this season, though. You know, no, he'll be around, but I want him to do something redeeming, like something to justify what's going on with them, because they've broken up, what, five times, gotten back together six at this point. Well, he might be the guy, though, on on the season that we're never going to... He's just going to be that guy that we hate the whole season. Could be. I don't know. I loved when his anchor... Told him oh, off. Yes, yeah. that was fantastic. That was three options, and number three is I'm going to fire you. Yeah. yeah, but then we find out that maybe he ha- he has been tripping about being broken up with Maggie mm-hmm. because this guy knows apparently knows Don pretty well, and mm-hmm. he knows that th- maybe he's being like that, being an a hole because he's torn up inside about the relationship having ended. Right. Well, I think too that maybe he's not as bad of a guy as what he kind of comes off as. I think he's just selfish and he's just he's just career driven you know because even you know what was the anchor's name was it Elliot something like is that, that his name? I don't know we'll have to, sure. I have That's to look an anchor yeah. <laughs> yeah. well you know mm-hmm. he even tells him I'm not the one that wants to be a star mm-hmm. you know so obviously mm-hmm. he wants to be like Mackenzie you know Mackenzie's name got mentioned on the air in the apology and I think that is what he's real like his goal is he wants to be a star executive producer he wants to be the man and he he is nowhere near that right now. You have to know how to talk to your people. And just because, you know, Mackenzie and Will have that, that's a banter that they've built up. She can talk to him the way that she does because they have a relationship. And I don't think that Don gets that. I don't think his character gets that you have to treat people a certain way mm-hmm. in order. You have to give respect right. to get respect. You don't just walk up to somebody and say, hey, get your shit together and, <laughs> you know, or, you know, stop. I'm doing all the work here. You're doing nothing. It's mm-hmm. not a good, yeah. you know. It's not a good managerial kind of technique. Right. You. So. I mean, you can't become a Mackenzie, you know, having your center focus be, I want to be a star. Mm-mm. Being a Mackenzie is somebody who's really passionate about the industry. Right. Being a journalist, uncovering mm-hmm. real news. And I think that's where he's... You know, it's not lining up for him. Is that he had? He's not there yet with his true. It's not sincere. His intention. Yeah, no. He just wants he's the accolades. I think, yeah, yeah. And I, because I think he's still a little bit young and naive and doesn't really, he doesn't really fully get it. I think he might. You know, he's obviously going at it for the wrong reasons. So you know, and I think he's jealous at this point of what Mackenzie is doing because he's nowhere, you know, because even Maggie says something about the car that he drives and, you know, all of this. So he's a very, he's one of those people that worries about how things look Mm -hmm. and how he's all about presentation because if she's over here, you know, making comments about he doesn't drive as nice of a car as Mackenzie and like all of this, Mm. you know, he's really trying to be at, at her level and he's, He's just not. So I'm going to be curious to see how much more we see of him and if we'll see any kind of progression, if he'll kind of grow as a character with that. I don't know. I think he's going to get some sort of awakening, Mm -hmm. you know, at one point in the season. But whether he's going to grow for it or just kind of like fall off and go the other way Mm -hmm. and really go nuts... You know, that's yeah. that's yet to be seen. But I think somebody's going to give him some kind of awakening. Well, we got a little bit of it today yeah. with that. You know, he kind of got put in this place a little bit today. But it also makes me wonder, did he just get back with her so he can calm down? Or does he really just wa- does mm. he really want to be with her? Right. Because you know? it, it might have just been like, oh, crap, I can't sacrifice my career mm-hmm. not being stable. And, and if she makes me stable, then OK. Yeah, I'm gonna get back with her. Yeah, even still, it's a selfish reason for him to get back. If it's either for his career or the fact that he, you know, does miss her, it's not putting her feelings. I mean, for him to be with her is not good for her. No, she needs a gym. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, she, she does. It all, it all comes back to maybe, that. It, maybe not even him. Maybe she just needs some alone time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, or just to be herself. away from him. Yeah. yeah. Toxic. Yeah. Well, I think that she also, you know, she she might need a little bit of some alone time. She might need to kind of come into her new position. You know, I mm-hmm. think she's a little overwhelmed by it. Right. She mm-hmm. doesn't feel. I mean, I, I think she knows she can do it, but there's a, you know, I don't think that there's that 
confidence yet that she needs and Don just is not helping that I think Mm -hmm. he's making it worse right because it's such a high pressure job Mm -hmm. an AP in a newsroom where you're trying to prove yourself in an industry that's so demanding and it can be very you know ugly yeah a healthy relationship is not going to help that you need basically a boyfriend therapist yeah which is what Jim could be yes and see Um, he's got these little techniques he knows how to calm her down even if it's just for him to be a punching bag he takes it right he doesn't fight back with her he just takes it and kind of (laughs) is like okay was I the only one laughing though when he was spouting out like facts about panic attacks yes I know he's smart, but right. does he really know that this is a stage two and this is what that and that means? Well, remember he Maybe, said he but. sounds like he's went through it before. Well, he like said that. he was sta- when he was overseas with the military. He was stationed with this with this unit of guys, mm-hmm. and a lot of them had them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why he knew so much about yeah. them because yeah. they're sitting around. There's a lot of technical terms right. that he rambled off. Yeah. Like, I can understand yeah. what he knows how to deal with it. You know, let me feel your pulse and feel my finger kind of stuff. But the scientific biological. That was a lot. Reasoning. I know he's smart, but that whole thing. Okay. <laughs> he, I think he was he's nervous, adorable. too. And then she was like, if only your your face would stop moving so I could punch it. <laughs> She's like, it what are you charming. talking about? I have a panic attack. Just shut up. Stop telling me numbers. And all, but all of that was probably a tactic. Like, it yeah. helped her calm down. Right. You know, just just getting her mind off of something. Yeah. You know? And I think that she really wants to punch him just because she really wants to kiss yeah. him. Or like, mm-hmm, punch you with my lips. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely. You can punch me back. Punch. <laughs> oh my god. So what the kids call it these days. I know. Sucker punch. <laughs> so if you ever lips. hear us talking about punching, that's what we're talking just about. Hashtag will be just like Jim and Maggie punch. <laughs> it's a hardcore makeout session. Oh yeah. <laughs> I oh that. yeah. Well, I like that Neil was trying to be a matchmaker. You know, yeah, he was yeah. trying to be a little but bit of a matchmaker. He's like, yeah, he knows. He can tell that something's going on. Mm. That's because Neil knows how to get some. So. Yeah, he does. We hey, see Neil get some action. That? Yeah, where did that come from? He was like naked <laughs> in a bed with a gorgeous, beautiful woman. Uh huh. Hey, hey, he's not just a nerd. Okay, <laughs> nerds are hot right now. They are. Hey, the nerds are the future Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. You know, they're going to... Yeah, that's true. Women that's are going to be lining up for those guys. How cute is he? I love I Dave love Patel. Him. He's I so cute. I like little muscles. With Jim, like, hanging out in the bar. I, just, I know. A little bromance. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about WikiLeaks and all this nerd stuff. And it's like... Um, and it makes him cuter. It does. It's very cute. Very, very cute. We got very girly right there. <laughs> so to our male viewers. I know. Sorry about that. We're going we're gonna to get back it. in. Get back on. Yeah. It's but. reminding me. Oh, sorry, one more. It's reminding me of because we were on Smash together before we we're Smash fans, and there was I someone know. named Dev on that show. Oh, but yeah, he was yeah. the actual character that we thought was hot too. So yeah, he was saying Dev, 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 Dev is reminding me of that. Yeah, <laughs> as long as he doesn't turn to that Dev. Yeah, yeah. We're fine. Oh, okay. I know. He, I watched that show. He was a cheater. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you guys can <laughs> log on to iTunes and you can tell us what you guys think about Neil and Jim and Maggie and that whole situation. So please go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast it's free and you can you know we've gotten some you know a lot of you have rev rated us so far so we really really thank you for that and please you know leave a comment and let us know you know what you think of the show and if there's anything that we're forgetting to bring up you know please you know comment you can always like listen live and call us and all of that stuff and also um Apple has a new podcast app, which I actually just downloaded today on my iPad, which is fantastic. It's free, and it organizes all of your podcasts that you subscribe to for you. So it makes an easy catalog where you can go in and listen to all the new shows. So don't forget to do that when you have a chance. I wish I had an iPhone. Does anybody want to go to Amazon and buy me one? (laughs) I know. I love my iPad. People are always asking me to FaceTime. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I have an Android. (laughs) Sounds like they want to punch you. Yeah, they might. (laughs) Let's FaceTime so I can pretend I'm punching you. (laughs) Too bad my iPad doesn't have a phone. (laughs) Does it have a camera? It has a camera and stuff, but I don't really know. So it's like video chat. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I don't really know. I'll have to figure that out. It's like Skype. I'll have to go to iTunes and they can explain it to me. I don't really know what it is. Uh, <laughs> um, so we get into Charlie. 
I love love Charlie. Oh, me like, too. Like I wish right. I had a boss like Charlie. He's with, fantastic. With I wish I had a grandpa or another grandpa <laughs> like Charlie because I love my grandpas, but he's yeah, he's fun. he is super super smart, and I like that he has like no fear. You know, he's been in this business for a really long time. He knows what he's doing, and he's very observant. He knows what makes everybody tick, and he's just really, you know, watching that newsroom. He's, you know, he's faxing polling results from, you know, other things to get Will's mind working. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, he made this new team to kind of, you know, very kind of under the radar. He just strategically places things. He plays chess with all of them, and I like it. And I like the fact, too, as a boss, that he's protective over them. I mean, mm-hmm. every time Will came up to him countless times during this episode going, how is this going over on the you know 44th floor? And he goes, it's fine. I'll let you know when we have a problem. <laughs> you know, how is it going now? Oh, it's totally okay. Right. Don't worry. Let's have a drink. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very obvious that he's been in the business for a while because mm-hmm. you're right. He's very strate- strategic about not only the show, but how he handles the people that are working for him on the show. He knows how to wield them in certain directions right. so that w- what is produced or what is put up on air come showtime is something that's great. Right, mm-hmm. without them even realizing that that's what he's doing mm-hmm. until after the fact, right. which makes him even better at what he does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, it keeps flashing back to him in this boardroom, and that's when we're introduced to Jane Fonda's character. And I love her. Yeah. I, I do. But all I the ever silent. see now is, like, <laughs> monster-in-law when I see but no she is I think we find out she pretty much runs the network and right. we find out that Reese is her son and he is nepotism the, yeah and he is <laughs> the president of the True company story, right. but I yeah, love happens. that Charlie is so mean to him <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. He just is not having, you know, has zero respect for this kid and just doesn't want to hear anything he has to say. Right. You know, and we know that Reese is all about ratings. You know, <laughs> he was the one feeding the ratings to Will and, right. you know, keeping him abreast of all of that and kind of trying to scare him into this kind of format that they wanted based on, you know, the public's opinion of him. Right. And now that he's kind of deferring from that, everybody's getting all shaken up. He's like, how did this guy get here? Like, yeah. every time he looks at Reese, he's like, who, how did you yeah. get in here? Like, who are you? The yeah, reason right. why is because he's been in this business for so long, and he's gone through it all from the bottom up, no nepotism involved, and here mm-hmm. he sees this kid who just happens to be sort of born into it because his mother owns the network or whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course he's going to be annoyed. You know, this person has not put in nearly as much work as I have. And he's telling me what to do for ratings. Yeah. Like, I know what to do for ratings. I've been in this business. Right. And right now, he's really not that worried about the ratings. And we find, you know, we find out that it's a 7% drop, which 7% drop really isn't. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not that big of a, you know, it's not a huge loss. So it's not something that they can't, you know, come back up with. So I think that they can afford that. But, you know, when it comes to budgets and money and, you know, sponsors Mm -hmm. and advertisers and all of that, a 1% loss is too much. So I get, you know, from a business standpoint where they're coming from, but they're just on two sides of the fence. These guys are looking at it as a business deal and Charlie's looking at it like, I want to watch the news. Like, our viewers have a right to know the facts. So let's, right. you know, cut the BS and let's just give them the facts like straight down the middle mm-hmm. because that's what it is. We're not going right or left. We are just, you know, talking about the facts. So if these people are coming on the show and making themselves look stupid, how is that our fault? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the hard you thing know? is, yeah, when you get into such a big company, too, mm-hmm. you would find out Jane Fonda's, you know, <laughs> she kept saying... <laughs> Leona, (laughs) but she's she's forced to be reckoned with herself. She's got you know business with this Congress that's going in there, and that makes it a little bit harder. And and she has a good point too because the network needs money, or she has bills that help with the network, and you know 
so her agenda switches based on right. based on that too. So she was telling him, you know, I don't want you to stop saying this. Just diet down because they're in Congress now, and mm-hmm. you know, she sends out some. I would not mess with her. No, no. And she brings up the the point priority wise that only three percent of what the network is making has to do with their little little show that yeah. they've got going on. Yeah, yeah. So don't mess up the rest of yeah. that ninety seven percent based off of this three. Right. And you see that in regular news too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see like the um the Koch brothers, I guess, pulled out of advertising for the network, which are, you know, according to the you know, in the show, they are you know, billionaires and own everything. So if you go up against them, it's not really a fight you want to, you know, pick. Yeah, it's right. like so, basically going up against Bill Gates. You, right. You just don't pick a fight with that man. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's... Will's been going against them for the past how many weeks? Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's been, what, six months that I think was the, was the duration of this one. So by the end of it, you know, he's upsetting a lot of money people, and that's what she has a problem with. You know, she says she agrees with what they're saying. She agrees that these people you know, are what they're saying that they are, but at the same time, she has a business to run. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to lie or, you know, say anything you don't want to say, but, you know, chill out. So, and then she threatens to fire him, which is I, which is something I don't think that Charlie expected. Right. So that, you know, we'll see. If Stuff just got real. It did. It, it got really real. It did. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but, I, you know, places that I've worked with news, too, I've seen, you know, I won't name specifically, but I've seen that a few times where it's like, let's not run this story because so-and-so is going to be here next week. Or mm-hmm. let's do this view because that's what our company likes. Don't not show mm-hmm. this, but kind of turn it down a little bit. That's not the important factor in what we're showing. Right. And for me to watch you know, this episode and, and hear that. It was very true. Mm-hmm. Which is what I like about this show is it keeps keeps a decent amount of it real. Right. I mean a lot of people keep, you know, going back to, you know, this is not a real news brought you know, well no, it's not. This is entertainment. It gives you bits and mm-hmm. pieces of what it's like to really be in these situations. Right. But, you know, a lot of that too, it reminds me of just things that I do in my job. I mean when you you know, are a publicist and you represent, you know, really significant people, you know, you have a little bit of control over that sometimes. So if they've got a story, you know, depending on your relationships with media, you know, you can have someone call you and say, hey, I've got this story, you know, I'm planning to run this. Do you have anything to say? And then I can in turn come back and say, well, how about we talk about this? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'll give you this if you hold Mm -hmm. that, you know, and there's a way to manipulate it. And that, you know, it's, it really does work that way in in a lot of different you know aspects. So especially when it comes to politics, I can only imagine, <laughs> right. you know, because if I'm doing a little bit of that in entertainment, then I can only imagine what these mm-hmm. political press people are having mm-hmm. to do and these strategists and all of that. Right. Hence the extra clapping in the background. I can't hear you. <laughs> you know, that was not that was definitely on purpose. Yeah. Well, so, I want to hear what they want to mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hear. On the Sorkin show side. I I like that that was kind of thrown in there because now there's a stake because mm-hmm. before this it's just them trying to revamp their news make it more you know more fact driven and you know the hard hitting questions and all that but there's no real stake right mm-hmm. but now we're learning like oh crap Will might lose his job now there's this real conflict what do we do now we really feel the tension like right. the you know choosing between doing what the network wants and doing what we really feel or what they I really feel like I'm with them yeah (laughs) what they really feel like is good news yeah Mm -hmm. and you know or can they come up with a compromise you know is Charlie going to actually come clean about what's going on at least maybe to Mackenzie and maybe you know not necessarily to Will just to kind of be able to find a compromise where they can still do kind of what they want to do but on a little bit of a toned down level I would think it'd be important to say something you yeah (laughs) But I can, you know, but as we know her character to be, I can't, you know, I wonder how much of a fight she'll put up and how how insubordinate they will turn out to to be if they'll Mm -hmm. test this. I will fire you threat if they're going to test, you know, see. Well, if Mackenzie knows, Will's going to know. Right. And I think Will's going to put up a fight. Yeah, Yeah. it'll be very hard to keep 
mm-hmm. to keep it from him. But mm-hmm. that no compete clause for three years in the contract is it's it is a death sentence. Mm-hmm. If he's off the air right. for three years, mm-hmm. he's you know if you're off the air for you know three months, it's you know it's that's hard dangerous. To get back in. Can't he? Does that yeah. include podcasting? Because he can just start his own. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Then we'll he can take over that. the blog that yeah. Deb. Uh, yeah. He'll actually write. He doesn't yeah. even have to type it, as we saw. Right. He just, right. He's just voices it in. Because then it's, yeah, it's, it's a life set. It's not a death sentence. It's a, he can, re, it's a rebirth. He can do something I, else. But I don't yeah. know if we're. They're not going to do that. You know? Well, I mean, yeah. Then yeah. Well, I'm not part of the writing team, so. What do you guys <laughs> think about the way that the show portrays the women characters, the female characters? Do you think it's a lot of men setting women straight? kind of thing or do you think that these are women that actually have in the I, newsroom or the dates on, on the <laughs> show in general like the way we see women introduced I mean what do you think about it um, I think they've been all powerful pretty mm-hmm. much even with their insecurities I think mm-hmm. we see a lot of um, you know ambition and, and intelligence and, and I can appreciate them mm-hmm. I saw the article that you were referring mm-hmm. to where you know people are giving it some flack because they're saying that it's degrading or it's you know they're portraying women as being underneath the men like what you mm-hmm. said but in my eyes I think it's just a realistic thing that they're portraying that does happen right. in the newsroom but despite that people like Mackenzie and Maggie are going to keep trying mm-hmm. I, um, I don't see them as underneath yeah you know, I don't because either because in their own way they're on top you know, the, even though there's the news director and, yeah, above right. them, I feel like they're still in control. Well, I think that some of the of the critiques of this show are a little bit silly. I mean, I you know agree. Sorry, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I think that they're really kind of really trying to pick it in part and find something wrong mm-hmm. with it because of the nature of it. It's a kind of behind the scenes look that isn't factual. It's it's this is not a biography. This is not a behind, you know, the music kind of thing. Right. You know, this is you know, this, this is, is not an true enter- Hollywood no, story. Right. This is an entertainment show. And it you know, it gets a little frustrating sometimes to see this because especially, you know, being a female in, in, in the entertainment business, it's hard because whether we like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, it's kind of a man's world. It right is. now men make more me- money than women. They, you know, they just do even if you're in the same job, more than likely, if a man was doing it, he'd make more money than you. And right. it sucks, but that's just the way life is. So you deal with it and you move on. And I think that's kind of what her character does. Like, she's, I don't think she's a damsel in distress. And the fa- everybody goes back to the fact that, oh, we're supposed to believe that she was in the Middle East covering the news and she can't work an email. Give me a break. How many times? I saw you that, know, too. That's stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> because It was just a comic element in that episode it isn't we're not speaking to her intelligence with the whole I email mean, thing it was just funny and not only that with the changes in technology and stuff and with the little bitty keypads and you have these automatic commands asterisk, you know the, some of our thumbs are chubbier than others <laughs> you know <laughs> it's gonna happen and she had more important matters when she's right. covering stuff in right. the middle east you know um, we're not yeah. worrying about emails when we're in the middle east worrying about getting shot right you know give her a break she just uncovered a breaking story <laughs> She can press the wrong button on her tiny phone. I mean, it happens. It doesn't make any of us less intelligent right. or less capable of doing, you know, anything like that just because, oh my gosh, we typed the wrong button. It really I mean, bugs me. You know, on. people are really, 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 really critiquing Aaron Sorkin. Yes. They're nitpicking everything, everything. single everything. thing. I have no idea why. And That's this is such a big name. You yeah. Know? It's a new yeah. show and, and people like to talk. Right, and like to go along, this is supposed to be in our gossip section, but I just want to talk about it yeah, now because it goes yeah. with it. But there is a video out there. It's called like a supercut Sorkinisms, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a compilation of Sorkin dialogue from his different shows that he's worked on for the past decade or so. Mm-hmm. And really, when it was put out there, it was meant to be a tribute for his choice of words that mm-hmm. he uses with the different characters. And he does tend to recycle different phrases and just types of themes within his characters. Mm-hmm. And the way that this this person actually worked with Sorkin, so it's obvious he's not bashing him, right? Mm-hmm. It was meant to be a tribute. But then people are posting it all over the web I saw saying that oh look he recycles his words so they turned it again into a negative thing I'm like oh my gosh guys this is poetry this is just his style right there's nothing wrong with that but all of these people keep saying that Mackenzie's character is written as someone that you know is um 
like she can't send an email, she can't do all of this, and right. it just you know I don't know. Let's take a quick break. Let's get into it. I'm gonna pull some other parts out of this, and then we can discuss it a little bit further when we come back. <laughs> hey there, good buddies. The handle's Woolly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. The old oh, woolly bear. Woolly bear. I love that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we know that yes, McK- just because Mackenzie can't send an email doesn't make her stupid. So <laughs> that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line right. here. So let's get into some news and gossip, and then we'll do predictions. Technical difficulties. Godzilla. Woolly bear. The woolly bear took over. Okay, so do you have some news? I have a little bit of news. I got some news, too. All right, well, I heard that Terry Crews is supposed to appear on the newsroom Uh. alongside Jeff Daniels. And you know Terry from, he was in... Family Crews. um, (laughs) He was in Everybody Hates Chris. He's in The Expendables. And Family Crews had a reality show with his family. It was nice. It was refreshing, actually. (laughs) But I love that his character is supposed to be like a life coach to his character. I think, yeah, he's a bodyguard and an unofficial life coach. To Will? To Jeff Daniels' character. To Will. That's going to be fun. He's supposed to appear on the sixth episode, which is July 29th. So that's according to Entertainment Weekly. So that'll be fun to see what kind of life coach his bodyguard is. I think Don needs a life coach, too. So (laughs) Maybe they can help each other out. offer his services to him. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have? Well, big news. Breaking news. After only two episodes... We are renewed for another season. I know. Yay. So we will be here next season, guys, <laughs> talking to you about the newsroom. So that's great news. So Absolutely. that's the good news. The sort of bad news is ratings dip twenty about 20% for the second episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll be up now for the third episode. But yeah. Yeah. So we still have a long way to go. It'll be interesting to see. You know how it progresses, but good news: there's another season for them to keep on going and building. Right. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, another like fun little thing that I saw on Huffington Post. It was an interview with Allison Pill's character, or Allison Pill on her <laughs> character, <laughs> Maggie, and um, so she was saying that on the first read-throughs for the cast, mm-hmm. um, Aaron Sorkin had given everybody a what he called survival kit and it co- it came with the script and then a headshot of him and so they put their his picture on their mirror so that anytime they're hanging out for her it was near her couch at home she'd be sitting down about to watch television but then she'd see his face and remember that oh she has to go do her lines over her lines yeah go over her lines That's so cute. I thought that was really cute that's funny yeah. I really really like her and you know she's engaged to um, Jay I'm going to Butcher his last name, I know. But Jay Baruchel, he what was in? he was in um, the How to Train Your Dragon. He was the voice. Oh, he was and in um, Boys and uh, uh, She's Out of My She's League. She's Out of My League. He was the main guy. She's Out of My oh, League. I didn't yes. know you. That's they adorable. are engaged. Yes, oh, they are. Cute. They Congrats are cute. Yes. Nice. So, yeah. It's a cute yeah. little fun little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Thank you. Uh, let's get into some predictions and see what we think is going to happen next. And now you're after Buzz TV. Kendra, let's start with you. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. Um, Oh, gosh. I don't even know where to start. There's so many different, you know, storylines to choose from. Um, I don't. Let's go with someone else first. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about you? I'm hoping that there will be less strings of only dialogue about politics <laughs> and center more on the relationships of the cast members in the show. Yeah, I'm I, hoping. I agree with you. I like it's. It's better 
I thought the second episode was better because you see their personal interactions yes. more. This is more story driven, which may you know be good for certain members of the audience. But personally, mm-hmm. I right. like the witty banter a lot mm-hmm. more and kind mm-hmm. of seeing their interactions. I think it should still focus on the news, obviously, right. but add that 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 personal touch makes you can. It connects you better to the characters, I felt. Mm-hmm. I feel, at least. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see a little bit more of, of be interesting Jane Fonda's ultimatum <laughs> there. Yeah. And how yeah. that affects. Yeah. We only like, have who, her for who one finds more episode, first. I think. So. Uh, yeah. At least right now. But then right she now. can reoccur. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I bet she will. Hopefully. Yeah, that'll be nice to see. Well, I, I think that, you know, and maybe I'm reaching a little on this, but I think that this episode, I think that the way that it was made was kind of made to give us like the same kind of thing that the audience for the, that new show that they were doing was mm-hmm. getting. Yeah. That it was more of a just straight focus on facts. Yeah. And a little bit of what they kind of claimed to be, which even though I didn't think it was like a boring new show, but mm-hmm. it was just like no fluff, no mm-hmm. nothing. And I think that is what we got out of that episode where it was a little bit, but not much. It was more focused on the episode. So we get to kind of see a little of what that news night, you know, news night audience mm-hmm. got. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this episode is a little more of a montage mm-hmm. within an hour. Yeah, right. I, I want to see how because um, we saw from the preview that Don is is hooking up Jim with uh, Maggie's roommate. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how jealous she gets of that. Of all the people, it's her roommate. I know. Well, you know he did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he did. So I want to see how jealous she gets, and you know, if if there's a big stink that. Happens. Happens, well, and then so. if the roommate was on the phone, doesn't she kind of? She knows. knows That's what's horrible about it. <gasps> then she's not. That Maybe good of a she's uh-huh. in it because she knows that oh, she's she going to get jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's hope. hope that's <laughs> it. I think I want to see how you know everything you guys mentioned mm-hmm. kind of culminates and how it affects the news process, like mm-hmm. how everyone's interaction affects the news. You know, like them being able to work together yeah. and getting their stuff done and, and all that. And seeing how they handle, because I'm, I'm sure they're going to come into some of the heavier stories that happened in real life, because mm-hmm. every episode has, you know, a story right. based off of reality. Mm-hmm. So just to see how they kind of join together or break apart, does that affect their ratings, et cetera, the behind the scenes. Right. I think mm-hmm. I want to see that. Yeah, that'll be cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for the next episode. I want to see where it all goes, how it all comes <laughs> oh, together. One more thing. Um, you can now, if you're a fan of us, you can send us stuff if you want to. We have uh, our address up on the website now. If you click on or like, go to like com snail mail yes. us, and click on contact, and we have like, a new what? little link there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Just if you actually want to write a letter and send mail, <laughs> yes. uh, you can also find us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV, and you can follow me at Kelly with an I E O seven nine. And you can follow me, Kristen Carroll, at the fan to see. I'm at Kendra Cavasel. And I'm at Sarah with an H Mendoza. I want to give a shout out to some of our listeners tonight. Eddie Ginsburg is watching or has been watching. Adrian <laughs> and Shane Lucas, my dear friend at Hawaii News, now is watching us right now. Oh, too. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for watching. Please continue to go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, rate and comment, tell us what you think. You can also, don't forget to look for us on Facebook too at AfterBuzz TV. And we will see you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.